5: blog talk radio you're listening
4: to the dynamic dojo show with restita and robert your source for martial arts talk radio
3: three two one we're live
2: And Robert, good morning, good afternoon, almost evening, I guess, in some part of the world. It is May 15th, 2016, and as always, I am joined here by my co-host and brother in the martial arts, Sifu Robert Steele. Sifu Bob, how you doing today? It's been a couple weeks since we've had a show.
3: It's been a couple weeks, and we took Mother's Day off. Uh, It's been really cloudy down in L.A. It's like June gloom came early this year. Yeah, uh, you know,
2: kind of, I was wondering because I saw, I, I saw, you know, some pictures of, of you guys at Cynthia Rothrock Day at the Martial Artistic Museum. I'm like, why are some people wearing long sleeves? And it didn't look sunny. <laughs> I think we got some of your guys' weather or something, but it's raining today. Um,
3: yeah, it's raining <laughs> damn near every day up there. Uh, had really. Some, we have like 80 w- degree days this week. Oh, Really?
2: Yeah, it's weird. It's like it's some record or something like that since 1954 or 56 that we've had. We broke the number of days that we've had 80 degree days in a row. I think it was like eight or something like that. Wow. It's May. It doesn't happen until like July or August, you know? So it's like, right, uh right. Whatever. Anyhow. So
3: my daughter goes to prom last night.
2: Yes, I know. I saw the picture. She's so pretty.
5: And a bunch so-
3: of girls, I guess, rented a house to spend the night, and no guys were allowed. And Not one real? of the mothers would would check on them periodically, and uh, they drove down in a Lincoln. A I'm forget expect- which one. Yeah, the biggest. <laughs> thing, it was either the Lincoln or the Ford model. It was, it was either the Explorer or the Navigator edition. Was, I, I heard was it was going to be film. a Hummer.
2: Oh, see, those are cool. <laughs>
3: Those, Those are, are very cool. cool. I,
2: they I had want, lift up
3: doors it. like a spaceship almost, and it was lit and blue. <laughs> it was absolutely beautiful. Kids got food poisoning. What? They think, because after they ate, a bunch of them didn't feel well.
2: No way.
3: Yeah, so she said like, it was a huge disappointment.
2: Well, uh, I mean, they ate like at the prom, or they ate at a restaurant? Yeah.
3: No, at the prom. Oh man! She said she ate this nasty chicken that tasted like rubber, and and a bunch <laughs> of people ended up getting sick. It's always now, chicken. Now she, this was, <laughs> it's always I know isn't it? It's always chicken. It's not the it's fish. It's chicken. not the steak. It's the chicken, chicken. that messed with yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She the guy you saw the guy he was very nice. Uh, mm-hmm. How do I put this delicately? Because I. I didn't have to worry about any physical contact last night. Was that put delicately yes. enough? Okay. Yes.
2: No, I mean, let, let's just say it. I mean, you know he's, he's, you know, he's gay. And you know what? I think the last couple, uh, the last show that we did, I said that uh, for me, gay men were my very best friends. I could go to the club with them, you know, straight club, bi club, gay club. I could go anywhere with them. And, you know, they weren't like the flaming, you know, queens or anything like that. They were, they looked like guys. They acted like guys. It just so happened that, you know, what they do behind closed doors was their thing. And anytime some dude tried to mess with me, they'd be all up in their face.
5: <laughs> and I was like, I love you guys.
2: <laughs> well. They make the best they, friends and you don't have to worry about them. They do. Nothing. And
3: yeah. they're so clean and so polite. Uh And it was funny because my my wife, Jenny, met one of Bree's friends at, like, a Starbucks or something. They were talking. Mm -hmm. And uh, this this girl's description of this guy was, he's not gay. He's super gay. (laughs) Okay. And and I was like, you know, wow, now I really have nothing to worry about.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of like, I mean, uh, what I <laughs> somebody help me out, folks. Why are there levels of it?
3: I know, Just right? Like, Either you, you are day. or you are
2: Yeah. You yeah. know, it's kind of like, you know, come on. But yeah, some of my well, best friends, best friends were good. and okay, you know, and why are they always this... so handsome? Your daughter's date was really handsome. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, he looks like well, Clark Kent."
3: And here's something that that is going to be, un- is going to be impo- unpolitically correct. Uh, one of, uh, uh, I think it's Clark's. I don't know what she is. She's one of Clark Tang's students. Very, uh-huh. very pretty, pretty girl. Uh, looks at me and, and we we're talking about this, and she says, "So you have nothing to worry about?" And I said, "No. When when he goes into a building, he sets off the smoke alarms." And she oh. looks at me and she said. <coughs> <laughs> she says, Do you mean he's flaming out that bad? And I said, Yes. So he's a really nice kid. I really like him. And he can go out with my daughter because nothing's ever going to happen. Right, because right. Because what, you this, know, this yeah. is funny. One guy last night, I swear to God, this is funny. One of Don Baird's students was there. And I, to, I told him and uh, Michael, was his manager, that I, I that Bree was going out to the, uh, to the prom. He looks at me and says, Where are you going to be? I said no, <laughs> and he says you're going to be perched somewhere, right? I said no. She's he, she, her date's gay, and he looks at me and goes, "Okay, now there's balance in the universe because if he was straight, I was going to be somewhere in that prompt."
5: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Because I know what happens. I
3: remember getting called three years ago from one of my friend, one of my son's friends, saying, "Can you come pick up your? Can you come pick up Brandon? He's drunk." I remember that.
2: <laughs> yeah. I remember you telling me that. <laughs> uh yeah, when I went to prom, I went with a I went with an old boyfriend. And my dad my dad didn't stay up, didn't even wait up because he knew that I could take care of myself. I said, "Oh, don't worry, dad." You know, something something's going to get broken off if something if he tries anything. He's like, "Oh, okay, good." <laughs> anyway,
3: <laughs> Something's going to get broken off. That was that was a wow.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's anyway.
3: I trying to figure out was that an adjective or a verb. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, stay tuned, folks, because later on we're going to be talking about the therapeutic qualities qualities of martial arts. Now, as martial artists out there, we all know that martial arts um, gives us mental discipline, it, 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 and it. Uh, allows us to gain physical fitness and get stronger and learn, you know, great fighting techniques and stuff. Um, But we also know that it provides a lot of great outlet for stress relief. So we want to hear from you, our listeners, if, um, if you'd like to join the conversation about how martial arts has helped you deal with stress. Give us a call, 347-677-0699. It is our Sunday brunch show, so I hope everyone's listening. Don't wait until 6 o'clock tonight, because by the time you listen to this, at 6 o'clock. This show's over. Give us a call, 347-677-0699. We'll open the phone lines at about 1130 or so. So, anyway. <laughs>
5: oh, a
3: couple, I got a couple those things for you. This is pretty funny. Okay. I, I I heard these other couple of jokes I started telling them during my list. Uh mm-hmm. Do you know what you call it when when you see a bunch of rabbits walking backwards? No. A receding hairline.
2: Oh God!
3: <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 oh, you put God. two. You put two oh, potatoes on. on... <laughs> I it. You,
2: stuffed my freaking. Like boom mic in like coffee mug. What the
3: heck? Again, oh my god!
2: What? You put two
3: two 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 potatoes are on a street corner. Do you know how to tell which one's the prostitute? No. The one stamped Idaho. Oh god. Oh god. Oh god. Oh
5: god.
3: I made the mistake about to tell that to a, a people from Australia, and they uh-huh. didn't get it because they didn't know that's where we grow potatoes. <laughs> And then this was <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> I was driving these two very attractive women to the Shermer's Galleria uh, for dinner. And I said, so do you plan on consuming alcohol tonight? And they said, well, yes. In fact, we've already started. And if we hadn't started consuming alcohol, we wouldn't need you. And I looked back at her and I said, wow, if I had a dime for every time a woman told me that,
5: <laughs> she thought
3: it was hilarious.
5: <laughs> oh
2: god. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's. Uh, who do we have for birthdays, real quick?
3: Well, we, we I only have two, and actually I know them personally, and they're good friends of mine, uh, and they're both today. Mitch yep. Shimmer from Delano, uh, California. Yep. And Don Barrett, currently living in the uh, Santa Clarita Valley, Palmdale area. Oh, uh, right Both are today. And who do you have?
2: I don't. <laughs> I don't you... at the moment. I do not. <laughs> I do not. Um, but let me, let me take a look here. Everything's just been really wonky. Um, I didn't even have time to send Sifu Bob any notes for today. It's like, it's just been, it's just been a wonky week, dude. I mean, and for, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and tell everybody that doesn't uh. just get it off my chest. You know, I mean, as, as many of our listeners know, you know, I've been taking care of my mom. Um, she'd been battling cancer for, for months now, uh, terminal cancer. And um, this past week she passed away and uh, my, my family and I are, are scrambling to get stuff done um to uh to get stuff done, make the arrangements um and stuff like that cuz cuz uh mom had pre arrangements. But uh and we thought everything was paid for. Um however, um she when when I compared notes with the with the funeral director, she had arranged for basic cremation. But like some months ago she requested a a funeral and had a list and you know, and a whole 9 yards and I'm like, "Oh, Okay, <laughs> so we're scrambling to get together um, everything that we're gonna need to be able to to make uh, uh, mom's wishes uh, a reality. So it's just been it's just been nuts, dude. I'm you know I'm surprised that we I'm surprised that I managed to get online today to be, <laughs> to be able to do this. But I wanna thank everyone out there in Facebook land um, and social media land for all of the. The caring, love, and support that you guys have um, have given, I mean, you know, I ju- you know, I haven't had a chance to check Facebook all that much, but my goodness, you know, uh, my phone, my Facebook is blowing up. How to thank you guys? But as mom would have it, her her specific request months ago was, even though when the time comes, you still got to do what you love to do. did not any mope around or anything like that. And I said, okay. And of course, you know, in the time you're like, oh, I don't want to do anything. But, you know, um, that's why I'm doing the show. It's like she said, do what you love to do, no matter what. And I'm like, okay. So this is why I'm here. So, yeah, a lot of people want you. You're having a show. You're coming to class. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I do. That's how I roll.
3: Anyway. I know. I I gave you an out and you didn't take it just in case you wanted to take the day off to handle things.
2: Yeah, you know, he did. And it's like, you know, mom would have wanted me to to do the stuff that I wanted to do, to, to, to do the stuff that I loved because that's yeah, that's what she was really proud of for you know, with me and uh my sister, you know, we we took chances to do uh the things that, you know, most people would would deem, you know, like what's the point? Like you get a real job.
5: What are you talking?
2: A real job, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, didn't you study? The, did 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 you major in psychology and stuff? I'm like, every day I use my psychology training, <laughs> just because I didn't get a doctorate doesn't mean I don't use what I learned. Come on
3: now. What? <laughs> <But laughs> you know? Now, so- now the good thing is your mother, res result is telling you she's still around. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Just by the clock situation the other day,
2: right? Okay, okay. I gotta tell people, and <laughs> okay. you, you gotta so, tell them what I
3: said too.
2: Yeah, this is so weird. Okay, so um, the night that she passed, right? Well, we had, we had like a, a a house full of people, pretty much all night, basically for for a you know, Filipino version of Awake. wake, um And I I was done. I'm like, I'm going to go to bed. It's 2 in the morning, right? Everyone's still downstairs. I'm like, ah. So anyway, the next morning...
3: uh, You're breaking up really bad, by the way.
2: I am? Crap. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I think I know why. Let me uh, get a turn the Wi-Fi off on. I hope my cousin isn't like uh, streaming something. (laughs) <laughs> That's a oh, that would whale. suck. Like, yeah. Um, anyway, so I went to bed. I woke up the next morning. And the clocks, uh, the clock in my room, uh, I heard click, 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 click. But the but the second hand um, kept, like, it would move and then, like, come back to where it was. It would move and come back where it was, right? So it would go click, click. It, you know, it would basically stay in one place. But it would try to move and it would stay in one place. And it was stuck. Like it like five thirty something 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 right and I was like ah oh, suck what time is it so I look at the cl- the real clock at the digital clock and it's like seven thirty or something I'm like dang it what's going on oh I'll deal with that later because I thought it was the battery right <coughs> like go downstairs and uh, the clock at all is stuck at five thirty something doing the same thing click. Click. And we have a big clock on the uh, on the wall near the landing at the top of our stairs, where my room is. Um, it's like a big bottle clock, and it's stuck at five thirty something. Click, click, click. Now, seafood. This is no joke, folks. Now, seafood Bob goes. Uh, well, couldn't you have had like an electrical, you know, outage or something? And I'm like, well, that's possible. I live in Covington, which is a uh, suburb of Seattle that's pretty much in the country, right? But all of these run on AA batteries and I know that all of these clocks have new batteries because when I moved in with mom about three months ago I replaced all the batteries <laughs> and, and it's only been three months and you know AA batteries brand new AA batteries last in a clock for a long freaking time so I thought that was kind of weird so I set all the clocks um, back to where they were uh, And I knew that they were like that because I set them during daylight savings time. They all worked. Um, And I'm like, well, that's kind of weird. But I didn't have time to take care of it. I come back home, and the clocks are working again. And, of course, the clocks are like, you know, wrong time because, you know, the hourly difference and stuff like that. And nothing's happened since the clocks all work now. Reset them to the to the real time. So it's you know, um, (laughs) there's some people going that's bullshit. But you know what? Um, I do I do think that there are some things you can't explain. Call it energy, whatever you guys want to call it. But I don't think any. I don't. I'd I'd like to see someone try to explain that. You know, I would. Uh, Oh, I did.
3: Power outage.
2: (laughs) Yeah, power outage. (laughs) I told told him that everything ran on. batteries. (laughs) batteries.
3: <laughs> yeah, then that shot that right out the window.
2: He's like, oh, well, that didn't work. Then, you know, and so yeah, it's pretty wild. And, and you know, I'll, I'll have to admit, folks, you know, um, you know how they say people um, will like experience things based on expectation and stuff like that. And that, you know, things that normally would happen. People would, you know, some people would in grief uh, kind of uh, take it as a sign or whatever. But I kid you not, you know, uh, I think it was like Thursday night or whatever. I was here by myself because my cousins were out and uh, I don't know, it was like nine o'clock or something like that evening. And I'm, you know, dinking around, you know, doing emails and stuff like that, you know, YouTube and stuff like that just to keep my mind that And I I li- I heard the front door open. And I know what it I know what it sounds like. I heard the front door open and I heard it shut. I go downstairs, there's nobody there. It's still dark downstairs. Okay, so I started to freak a little bit. Right? <laughs> I was like, um Okay. Must be the house telling. Per explanation, right? Right? Most people right. Would say it's the house. Settling, you know, or it's the wind or something like that. Sorry, you no, know, it's like you know, houses settling. Do not open and close a door. Open, er, <laughs> close, kachink, click, click. It's like what? Are you sure? There's nobody there, you know. And I, you know, and he could have, you know, or it been your cousin because, like, you know, my 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 cousin sometimes forgets stuff, so he'll like come back in. And stuff, but it's kind of like, well, you know, I would have heard his car in the driveway, I would have heard his car door shut, I would have, you know, heard keys, key lock, and, and whole nine yards. And it's like weird, right? Um, yeah. But it, I don't want to freak anybody out or anything like that um, because it doesn't freak me out. It freaked me out at first. I was like, oh, well, you know, whatever. But, you know, we had similar, um, similar experience like that in my dad passed. You know, for those of you out there that don't believe in ghost spirits or whatever, okay, that's that's great. You don't have to believe me, but just know that I wouldn't lie about this shit. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> let's let's move on. Okay, so I don't have any birthdays. Um, I was looking too. So back birthdays for everyone having a birthday in the week of the fifteenth through the twenty-first. I don't have a calendar.
0: Me. I hope you have a happy birthday A super extra special day I want to wish you a happy birthday May all your dreams come true today Cause you're really one in a million And you mean the world to me There's no one sweeter than you To wish a happy birthday to Happy birthday And a truly Wonderful year Filled with all the joy That you deserve And all the things
3: Or not,
2: yeah, <laughs> that's right. Awesome. All right, let's see what our shout outs and announcements. What do you have for announcements on your side? There's
3: line 9 Dragon Fest What's 2016 that? comes to Van Nuys Airtel Motel. Uh, this the Blues are sold out, they've got 70 this year, they had 40 last year, so they almost doubled. Uh, they went the time and a half, uh, uh, one and a half times the amount of space they had last year. There's going to be a restaurant right there for people to grab food. Uh, $20 early uh, online uh, price, tickets or 25 at the door. It's going to be well worth it. You're going to have Olivia Gruner, James Liu, Cynthia Rothrock, Don Wilson, uh, possibly. Now, the reason I say possibly is because if they get a paying gig, they got to go. Is going to be Danny Trejo. Uh, okay, he's a friend of my wife's. I can't even think of his name right now. He owns that <laughs> pizza place right up the street from me. Uh, oh, he was there. Yeah. He was there last year. I, I, God, I can't even think of his name right now. Uh, fa- famous actor from. Uh, I can't even think of his show.
5: God, this, <laughs> this sucks. Getting all of Donnie.
3: Uh, Criminal Minds. Uh, Ma- oh, Montaigne, uh, Joe, Mon- Joe yeah, Montaigne uh, is supposed to be there he was there last year uh, a bunch of people are going to be there, Doug Wong, Carrie Wong Carl Cotton uh, maybe even Peter Sugarfoot Cunningham uh, there's oh, cool. going to be a live demo from the Shaolin Monks, uh, Taiko Drumming I think Jennifer New from, Shaolin, from the uh, Wing Chun Temple uh, is going to uh, be playing some music for us it's going to be a oh, great cool. weekend
2: Yes, it is. So get your tickets online, folks. Um, I think them at mamuseum.com. And I forgot how much the uh, the entry is, but you know what? It's it's very affordable. Get your tickets now. Print them out now uh, because it'll be a lot easier than standing in line and having to buy them there, at the door. Um, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be awesome. We'll be there. Stop by the Dynamic Doge Facebook booth. PIN. Um, and uh, yeah, a lot of great people are going to be there. And uh, we're going right. to be
3: next, and we're going to be next to Kathy Long. She will be joining us this year.
2: Yes, Kathy. For for people that don't know, Kathy, um, we've kind of adopted her <laughs> as kind of yes, a, we as, did actually. We've kind of adopted her as a periodic uh, periodic uh, guest co host, a regular, um, and she'll be joining us uh, quarter. So, um, her next appearance is going to be next month. And, uh, you know, just a, just great contributions to the show. Uh, really supports our show. Um, and uh, she's got a booth right next to ours. So legendary Queen Mean. What's the other name? She has the Princess of Pain. Five time world champion, woman kicker, Kathy Long. Come by. Kill two birds with one stone. Okay, meet us. Hey, <laughs> you'll be meeting the legend and the guest co-host of Dynamic Talk Radio. Very cool. So get your ticket now, folks.
3: All right. Yeah, and you know, you, you do know you sucked her into this, right? So they meet last year at the USA Hall of Fame in Seattle,
4: and they have me
3: sitting at the same table. Right, right. <laughs> Just
2: happening. I don't know how that happened, right? Well, when I sat down, there was no one at my table except for my uh, inducting uh, nominee, uh, inducting uh, what do they call a line. And right. shout out to Justin Martin. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Justin Martin, for that nomination uh, last year. Uh, and I went to the bathroom and came back, and Kathy, Mr. Jim Thomas was there uh and, and I was oh get our table right off. That's neat. You know, I didn't think anything of it. And uh I decided to buy some uh, uh raffle tickets and uh and Kathy was uh actually selling raffle tickets, so she started the way back to make her way up to the front so that way I'm guessing so you know, organized stuff. And I thought tickets going on am I like, are we gonna be the last table? So I like, screamed across the room. I'm like, Caddy, are we gonna be the last? table? She's like, I'll get to you. I'll get to you. What was the last freaking person to get tickets, right? I'm like, Oh, darn it! <laughs> you know, it, it's tournaments, right? You don't want to be the first, and you don't want to be the well. I guess in tournaments, you want to be the last. So I thought, well, okay, if I'm the last, okay, if this is anything like tournaments, I'm gonna to win that. Big sign that everyone signed on the USA Hall of Fame. I didn't win it, though. But uh, I bought, like, I don't know how many tickets. It was, like, um, it was a bunch. It was, like, 40 or or something like that. And um, while well, she was, like, spreading the tickets, I said, oh, hey, you know what? Um, I've got this radio show. And uh, radio, I was wondering if you'd like to be a guest on it. And without skipping a beat, she said, yeah, I'll be a guest. Just let me know. And then uh, she gets her card and the whole nine yards, and boom! Now she's a coast. There you
3: go. So, you anyway. do realize what you did in ten minutes is something I've been trying to do for three years.
2: <laughs> now, I mean, well, how often did? How often do you ask
5: people? to be
2: I mean, what? If you, I mean, if you see her once a year. You know, if you see someone once a year and go, hey, you know, you want to be on it. But, I mean, have you, have you, you know, ran into her a lot? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it kind of depends also if, you know, you're catching people, like, passing by and stuff. Because I forget. Well, you know,
3: you know I, I saw James Logan again last night. And he said, well, I'm in town for a while. And I said, James, you got to my show, man. I've been having you for a long time. I should just get you to talk to him. <laughs> Rope him in. Grab him by the... Balls and say, James, we've been having you for over three years here. Come on.
2: Like, you know what? Uh, okay. Uh, you know if he if he's a dragon. I know. Fan. I went over the line.
3: Okay, I understand.
2: It <laughs> yeah, so yeah. If it's Dragon Fest. I will ask James Lou. To-
3: he's supposed he, he, to be there. Yeah. But I will email him. I will try to do something I've been trying to do for a long time before you come in and show me up again. <laughs> now, now, quit. You know what? I was trying to get Kathy from the beginning. Three and a half years now. You did it in 10 minutes. You didn't only get her to be on the show. You're getting her as a guest co-host every three months. God, you suck.
2: <laughs> she volunteered the every three months thing. She did that. Boom, boom. Uh, no, I mean, she she say that she really supports the our vision this show, and that's community, yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, we've got an awesome set, too. So, hey, you know, um, I, okay, let's move on. What time is it? It's like 11.32. Hey, we were supposed to open the phone line, but we'll <laughs> do that in a little bit. All right, um, more announcements, Mass Hall of Fame, two events this year. So, the, the most recent one is going to be June 4th at the Hilton San Antonio. Um at the let me get the let me get the thing up no, my ah, Here we go. Hilton San Antonio Airport awards ceremony. Um, uh, the, there's going to be an award ceremony and the whole red carpet thing and and uh, the whole Niart. And our keynote speaker there in San Antonio will be none other than Frank Dukes. Now the second event is going to be Columbus, Ohio. June 18th at the Sheridan Columbus Hotel at Capitol Square. And uh, the keynote speak there Kifu Allen Goldberg. You know, if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, um, get, get your tickets at Masters Hall of Fame. An alumni or a nominee to go if you want to go and support um, all of these great masters being recognized for their contributions. Go get a ticket. Okay, tickets are going really fast, and especially that we're getting in the last week, it's gonna go really fast. I won't be surprised, Bob, if in the last three days before the uh, before the event,
1: um,
2: it always does. It's, it's, you know, Remember, it does that every year. Yeah, oh, yeah, every, every year. Every year we go. Oh my gosh, are we gonna make our minimum? Oh my gosh, no one's in their paperwork. Oh my god, and then boom. Poor Dana is inundated with all this paperwork and payments and orders for rings and geese and stuff like that. And, you know, poor, poor Dana, you know, a shout out to Dana first. We love you, Dana, Mrs. Dana Heck, the wife of our CEO, Dan Heck. She does so much for for the organization single-handedly. I mean, me and Bob will be like, what can we do to help? What can we do? What can we do to help? What can we do to help? And sometimes, you know, sometimes we feel like we get in the way because we have a way of doing stuff, and we would get in the way.
3: Right. <laughs> then, right. Then we 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 get that look every now and then of uh-huh. go away, go away. Don't talk to me. Right. Right.
5: Okay. Well,
3: we're right. we away. Unless you have well, one time I got this look of. Go away unless you have booze. Right? (laughs) If you have booze, you can stay. Yeah. Otherwise,
4: get out.
2: Yeah. Or unless you're delivering something that I need to give to people, go away.
4: Yeah. That's right.
2: (laughs) So anyway, MastersHallOfFame.org, get your tickets now. And I want to remind all of the nominees out there, doesn't matter who you were nominated by. nominees out there, please, please, please get your nominee paperwork and banquet in as soon as possible. The Texas event, June 4th, is coming up real quick. There's only like three. two and a half weeks, or three weeks, yep. or something like that. Please get your stuff in. It's not like uh, it's really not like reserving tickets for a. Uh, uh, it's not restaurant reservations <laughs> it doesn't work like that. um because nominee we need to know who is confirmed as going because we still need to get trophies engraved and if you wait until the last week sorry you know i mean we we, we only have like a week leeway i mean when those those trophies have to be done within a week of the event period that's you know, that's so if you wait till three days prior, you're not getting an award until later. <laughs> Much later. And you won't get an award there. You won't get a physical award. Um, so please, you know, to make your night special, get your paperwork in as soon as possible. Okay. There we go. That's our that's our plug as part of the board of directors.
5: Get your stuff in, folks. Yes.
2: <laughs> All right. Um, I also, I, uh, Bob, also want to send a big shout out to a good friend of ours, a supporter and listener of our show, um, uh, Master Alan. We want to send a shout out to his uh, TV show, uh, Sidekick TV. And I don't remember what station it airs on. Do you remember, Bob, there in California? Uh, No, it has
3: like four letters. It's it's on the internet, (laughs) but it does do live. It's from Vegas and it's from L.A. Like the other day, Thursday, he did a show live from L.A. with Cynthia Rothrock.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we want to send a shout-out to him. Uh, and if you haven't seen seen the show, it's it's very informative. Hanshi Allen is a really funny guy. You can see the archive of his shows on YouTube. Just look up sidekick as a sidekick. <laughs> as a sidekick or buddy uh, side t v um for Alan Woodman E-N Woodman W-O-O-D-M-A-N so right on shout out Sidekick TV alright yeah. alright well with all that said I think it's time to move next news alright okay so as far as the health and well this week um let's uh, go ahead and talk a, a little bit about smart food swaps to stay on track with a healthy diet now whether or not you're thinking of losing weight or you're maintaining a healthy diet sometimes it can be a challenge i mean because you know if you're losing weight there are rules to follow right and uh and especially if you're trying to lose weight, once you hit your weight goal, then it's a matter of maintaining maintaining that, right? And staying on track. You know, here's some, here some tips to maintain a healthy diet or if you're losing weight, to stay on track with that. Number one, use a food journal. Try keeping a food log of everything you eat in a day. And uh, as hard as it may be, it it holds you accountable for yourself and it's also a reflection of your personal patterns over days or weeks and it, and it makes it easier for you to find ways to optimize your food choices. Now uh, identifying and addressing your bad eating habits is the first step to finding a practical solution. All right. Number two, this is kind of a no brainer, but you know, we live in America where portion sizes are, you know, You want to be all well of your portions. Healthy food choices are the first step in a plan or a healthy diet, um, but all calories count. And if you're nowhere of portion sizes, you could wind up eating a lot more than you want. There are easy solutions. Buy single-serving portions of chicken breasts instead of the, of the big costco size things, right? Uh, get extra lean ground meat. Look for one-pound total. When buying ground turkey or poi and divide into four equal parts for a couple, um, Other tips um, involve purchasing single serving containers of yogurt or using reseal five containers to portion out a single serving from a large container before eating. It. Look for 100 calorie packs of treat Oh, sorry. Look for 100 calorie packs for quote unquote treat foods to limit portions um, and still have the satisfaction of eating whole thing <laughs> number three you don't have to cut out sweets entirely find a way to fit them into your healthy meal plan now a daily controlled indulgence can be included in any weight control plan you don't have to make it a sin folks okay a smart choice can help avoid deprivation and staying off track some treats from 100 calories include a serving uh, uh, include a single serving of cocoa-dusted almonds. Cocoa-dusted almonds? I never heard of that. Uh, chocolate leather. Um, yeah, there is such a thing. Chocolate-dipped fresh strawberry pineapple, four milk or dark chocolate kisses, or one cup of frozen cherries. Number four, very important, folks, stay hydrated. It is a key for weight loss because it's, it's easy to confuse thirst and, thirst and hunger you want to try writing down your water intake in your food journal and carry a bottle of water with you throughout the day. While there's no official guideline for water intake, now a lot of people think you have to eat, drink eight glasses of water a day. It's all based on your thirst. You to aim for at least 15 ounces a day. Sounds simple. You know, pay attention to what your body. Okay, number five. Never skip a meal. That's kind of what my problem is because you know, sometimes I'm so busy I literally get to eat. Um, and it's, and a lot of people will say that skipping meals will lead to overeating. Well, they're right. Okay. So, you know, if you're like me, who sometimes doesn't have time for breakfast, you want to try an easy solution, um, uh, by substituting, um, a calorie controlled meal replacement or, or a shake, um, along with fruit, um, um, one, one shake, um, that I've heard of is called um, and each of them have about 30 grams of protein, which is more than a chicken breast, mind you. They're low in sugar and just have 200 calories. So if you pair that with fruit, it's, it's such a, like a nice meal to take in a car with you. So um, bar like meal replacements, like uh, balance. but anyway, that's just one of them. I can't think of any, um, any others, but uh, bars like that um, are also suitable. Although the protein, what I hear is uh, lower in those, it's got about 20 grams for the same calories. So however, you know, don't, don't think that you can just eat, you know, energy bars or protein bars throughout the day. I mean, really get, get real fruit in your body, get can get some real food in your body. Uh, but if you do skip meal, uh, those are those are great. Okay, you need extra energy, I should say. Um, and number six, make sure you're eating enough protein, since we're talking about protein. Um, you know, if you're eating a lot more fruits and veggies, that's great, but you also got to concentrate on protein. Protein is the thing that makes you feel satisfied when you have a meal. So, you know, if you can't have, uh, can't have like, a steak or anything like that, um, opt for hard-boiled eggs, uh, you know, grilled or chicken, um, shrimp, either, or one cup of uh, cannellini beans. Well, any kind of beans, but apparently cannellini are uh, extra high protein. All right. So we're almost there. Get creative with your salads. Now, let's face it. Salads can be boring. So add color to it for some variety. You want to make sure that your salads include a variety of vegetables um, that are colorful, red and yellow, pepper strips, shredded carrots, great tomatoes, great tomatoes, onions, mushrooms, the whole nine yards, a lot of variety. You can also add um, artichoke hearts, you um, know, or slice up a fennel bulb for a little bit of a bang of licorice flavor in your salad. So, you know, try that out. And last, all your meals should be nutrient-dense. Now, iceberg and romaine, like this, those are great. And, yep, you know, they're, they're great for weight loss. But they're empty calories. There's no nutritional value. They don't offer a lot. So for sex, you want to use darker greens, spinach, and kale to support your needs. Other great greens are arugula. I love arugula. Baby kale and mixed spring greens. Now, because the taste is stronger, you can mix these with a small amount of romaine or ice cream, if you'd like. Me, I, I'll, I'll eat arugula straight. <laughs> I like that bitter thing. For breakfast, choose fresh fruit with plain yogurt in, instead of eating that sugary cereal crap. Um, and when dipping out, up for steamed vegetables the lean protein source. So there you go. Those are some uh, smart tips on food swaps to help you stay on a healthy diet.
3: Right on. Okay. Hey Rosie, do you know? Do you know when? And it might be a coincidence. I don't think so. Do you know when they came up with the eight eight, uh, glasses of water a day thing came up?
2: No, I don't. But let me uh, let me find out. How? How about? I think it was like in the sixties or something like that. Uh, When did eight
3: glasses of water a day? See, we used to drink our hose then. I would be curious because I'd like to see if there's any correlation between eight ounces, eight glasses of water and them selling it in the stores. Mm. You know what I mean? Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see where you're. Yeah, I, I see. So here, look, look, I'm going to I'm going to read this. Where did the eight, eight glasses of water a day myth come from? Okay, I'm going to read this. Okay. This comes from um, the week. Anyway been told at some point that proper hydration requires us to consume eight glasses a day. That works out to be about two liters, so like, you know, soda bottle worth of stuff. That's an awful lot of fluid considering the average human stomach when unexpanded is about the size of a bulb fist. But health researchers have refuted the eight glasses a day claim as a silly myth, riding a wave of flimsy scientific literature. In fact, many of the groups behind the have been noted as having surprised monetary interest in the flu <laughs> industry. There you go, Bob. For example, in a 2000 art, 2011 article published in the British Medical Journal, Margaret McCartney to eight glasses a day and noted that only water advocacy group that, well, hold on, and noted that one water advocacy group in Europe, Hydration for Health, is not only sponsored by, but was mostly created by food giant Den. Under the company's expansive culinary umbrella, Volvic, Evian, and Badoy bottled waters. Aside hmm. the intact interests of big bottled water companies, and you'll see that study after study continues to show that the human body is remarkably resilient when it comes to quenching our thirst. Air nomads, example, are capable Of subsisting on very little water days at a time in one of the Earth's most hellish climates, as was first known in 1976 by anthropologist Ha. You and I, on the other hand, may get a bit cranky in our air-conditioned offices if we forget to visit the water cooler for a morning. But it's highly, highly, highly improbable that we'd shrivel up and die at the hands of the dehydration. Consider
5: all the stuff
2: we consume, despite the, despite the widely held notion that tea and coffee dehydrate us, they actually count toward our overall water intake, says Dr. Stanley Goldfarb, um, a nephrologist, kidney researcher, by the way, uh, at the University of Pennsylvania. He says, even though we're told it's important to drink eight glasses of water a day, there's no evidence that benefits health in any way, and it really represents an urban myth. Something Even something like, say, a baked potato is 75% water. So where exactly did this eight glasses of water a day voodoo come from? The very idea of minimal water requirement is actually a fairly recent notion that first appeared in dietary guidelines published in 1945 by the Food and Nutrition Board of the National Academy of Sciences. The Academy academy spuriously suggested that 2,500 milliliters, which is 2.5 liters, of fluid should be ingested on a daily basis, although a primary clinical study was never actually cited. The idea may have been at least partly put forth by Frederick J. Stair, an influential 21st century nutritionist. And founding chairman, wait, 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 (laughs) I got a, okay, there we go, 21st century nutritionist, I'm like, but he died in 2002, I get it, okay, okay, I get it. Um, Anyway, (laughs) he was the founding chairman of the Department of Nutrition at the Harvard School of Public Health. Now, Stare was one of the first to recommend that humans consume six or so 12 ounce glasses of water a day. Since then, researchers have begun to see eight glasses a day as an overestimate, especially considering our diets. But there are still advocates pushing for eight glasses of pure water or more. These proponents include Dr. Ferry Doune, But Bhatma- Delhi, a medical practitioner in Virginia who claims that a lack of water is responsible for many preventable diseases diseases. Water, after all, is still good for us. Recent studies have suggested that adequate hydration may not only give our cognition a boost, but goes a long way toward keeping chronic kidney disease at bay. I mean, that makes sense, right? I mean, your kidneys filter out everything and flushing them out makes sense. But as for how much we should be drinking, there is unfortunately no hard and fast rule. So sorry, folks. When you include all the other stuff we munch on or guzzle throughout the day, we actually consume more than the recommended two liters. A 1995 Australian survey found that the diet of average adults provides more than enough daily intake. Women take in about 2.8 liters a day. Men consume about 3.4 liters a day. Research, research suggests that drinking water, when you start to feel thirsty, is sufficient should you desire to continue living. <laughs> I love how they put it. Wow. Clearly, it's all relative. As when you feel thirsty, um, it'll be different uh, if you're drenching yourself in spit glass or, you know, or spinning in your cushy chair at work. So as with most things, it's probably best to listen to your body before proceeding accordingly. Um, now, I always used to tell my students, if you feel thirsty, you're already dehydrated. So, you know, continue to drink throughout the class if you don't feel thirsty right now. That way you keep hydrated and you don't, you know, uh, dehydrate yourself. So anyway, that's where the myth came from. So FYI. <laughs> and you're right. It's all about big water. So anyway, yep. it looks like we have someone on the line here let's uh go ahead and take a call we have, we might as well just open the phone line but um yeah we might as well
5: quick.
2: yeah let's go ahead and take the call real quick and then after we take this call we're going to take a short break, and then we're going to start talking a little bit about how martial arts has um, helped us with stress and we invite our listeners to call in and tell us about how it helps us with stress so Let's take this call. Air code 702702. You're on Dynamic Dojo. Who oh,
3: oh, no. I, I I, think you want to go to Domino's. What?
4: <laughs> I'm sorry. I was trying to order a pizza and some uh, bottles of water.
5: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh you
4: dog. <laughs>
5: uh, hi, guys.
4: This is Alan Whitman.
5: Hey. Hi, how are you? We uh, <laughs> we gave
2: you a shout-out earlier uh, earlier in the uh, show, and here you are. <laughs>
4: I, I, well, I, 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 burning, I actually listen to your guys' show when I can catch it um, here and there. Uh, I always do. Uh, I just thought I'd call in and say hi to you guys today. Uh, obviously, you guys are doing a fantastic job, as usual. No. Oh, thank you! Thank you!
5: Thank you! Thank you!
4: Well, yeah, well I, I, I meant just you, Rosita, not not Bob. But <laughs> I know that's why I didn't say thank you.
3: <laughs> I heard the zinger coming, I just didn't know when. It worked.
4: <laughs> no, Bob is a great guy. So is your But both of you guys do a fantastic job. I just uh, uh I just check hey, you know, dude, I I live in Vegas and you know you gotta drink water here all the time. Right oh yeah, you have to. That's that's a given out there. That's, yeah. Uh the Temperatures in the 90s all week this week, so it's uh
5: oh my it's, god, yeah,
4: it's you know. But uh, yeah, just calling in, just saying how are you guys doing. I hope everything's going good. I heard the shows always, you know, you guys always do great shows. So
2: hey, thanks for calling to say hi, and we're you know just kind of shooting the breeze here. We're going like uh, we're just flying by the seat of our pants today because you know we're kind of that's prepared. how Bob <laughs> lives his life. That, that, that is,
3: absolutely. That's, that's how I live. <laughs> <laughs> that's how Bob rolls. Like that's, that's, <laughs> that's
2: we roll. We've never been this like late opening our phone lines. It's Normally we open it like a yeah, half hour, but you know, it's like, eh, you know, whatever. Today we're treating it more like, uh, you know, eh, whatever, meh. Just, you know, that kind of thing. But we, we do Today we're, we're on Hawaiian
3: time. time. We'll do it when we do it. <laughs> so
2: yeah. Hawaiian. We'll get to where we get that. Right, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, you
4: know, you know, I gave I gave you guys a shout out for on the sidekick TV show this last week. Here, um, we were Thank doing you. our show in Hollywood at Cynthia, and and uh, went great. And and uh, Bob was really mean to me afterwards, thinking that uh, he was not welcome to come. But of course, he's always welcome to come. I'm going to say this on your show so he can <laughs> play it over and over again. So <laughs> Sure, that yeah. he's always welcome to come to anything that we're at. <laughs> <So.
5: laughs>
4: now I have proof. Up,
2: <laughs> you should have showed up. But now was it well? When you did, I saw that when you guys had Shuni B and the whole gang back there. You had David Reed and Mitch and
0: and who
2: right. yeah. Tang and Jennifer there and stuff like that. Um, yeah. You know, was that before um, Cynthia's day at the martial art museum the same day? Yeah.
4: So yeah, then no, it's actually uh, we shot that in Hollywood live on Wednesday. Um, the show always goes live, so people can watch live. But
5: oh, okay. Within
4: uh, within about twenty four to forty eight hours, we can the links of the show, and we we put the segments up. You know, we have like four mm-hmm. segments to our show. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, you guys, you know, no, you can mm-hmm. you can see all of Master Ken's privates on our show.
5: Right, that's what she wants to see. Master Ken's, private. Master
2: Ken's junks, yeah.
4: <laughs> you can you can see Master Ken's privates on our show because he yep. always yeah, has a private on our show. So, um,
5: that's
4: awesome. That's show.
5: <laughs> Sometimes you know, we want to see a little less of his privates than others, private. but you know,
2: yep. I still need to get a white belt from him, I I do still need to get a white belt from him. It's on my bucket list. To to forego everything that's bullshit and learn some real Ameridote.
4: His white belt certificate that he gave me is sitting up on my wall. Oh,
5: awesome. <laughs>
4: in my office, in my office. It, it always reminds me I have so much more to learn. Um, mm-hmm. You know, not necessarily from him, but from <laughs> other people.
2: Not necessarily from his privates. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
4: I don't know how private I would get with Master Candy.
3: <laughs> you know, man. That takes private lessons to a whole new level.
2: It does. <laughs> privates on his privates.
4: <laughs> and, and the private let you know the private lesson this week was with uh, actually with Cynthia Truck. That's why we we actually got that clip and put it on. So. Um, oh. It, it now, yeah, where can everyone find
2: your archives? You can find these archives on
4: YouTube, right? Um, you, you can, uh, uh, Master Ken actually sends those to me so we can put them, so we can air them on the show. So,
5: Oh um, right, right,
4: right. yeah, but, but you can actually go to enter Oh, I'm sorry. Enter the oh, dojo com And you can actually see all the shows, all the previous episodes and a lot of the extras and stuff like that.
3: Yeah. But I don't I think I'm, she was actually talking about sidekick TV. Yeah. I'm
2: talking about yep. sidekick. I want to know where well, you can be found
4: on YouTube? Uh, you know, you can reach us at uh, at Sidekick TV at Facebook. You know, okay. just so we can get all our clips there and and you can okay. see all of our shows. And we've had Eric Lee, Joyce Sun Liu, Olivier Grunner, Air Fan Tip, Seafood Park Tang. We've had Cynthia Rothrock on the show. We've had lots of amazing, you know, martial arts people on the show. It's going to keep going. to keep going. We've reached out right just recently we had over 40,000 viewers on our show i heard
2: 40,000 no. <laughs> yeah that was,
5: yeah, that's, that was that's, cool.
4: that's a cool number
5: yeah,
4: that's, yeah. A number. that's a very cool number and if yeah, you guys remember that's... if you guys remember a few years back when i was doing the sidekick radio show right sidekick rock yeah. radio uh huh <laughs> you know we we ended up building our listener base we we at one point i think we were 76,000 people mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
4: And it took over. It took like what a year, year and a half to actually get that kind of numbers. Mm-hmm. And And and, we, and we're happy, you know. And and now we're about. Um, I don't even know how. Well, this is our fifth show. Our fifth mm-hmm. show. So we're we're up to forty thousand viewers now on the fifth show. So we're doing pretty good. We're doing pretty right good. A little ahead of the curve, maybe little head of the curve. Yeah. And it's with people like you, you know, it's like, it's with people like you and the dynamic dojo radio show that support us and, you know, and, and keep people apprised of what's going on in the community and stuff. And, you know, that's, that's, that's what it's all about. So
2: It is. And yeah, it's, it's, it's great to be on a great team of uh, podcasters and broadcasters like you uh, to bring the community together because, you know, you know, man, I mean, honestly, we got, we got, we got, Something to you know to keep the infighting out of the picture and to bring people together and stuff. And what better what way, to artists, what way to do it
4: than show? Martial martial arts, infighting. I do I've never heard of this. Is this new? <laughs> it's brand it's brand new. Brand, brand, new. brand I started a couple weeks ago. That that yeah. must be some people I do. I have no idea who they are that would do that. So I I can only I can only guess. But okay.
5: <laughs> you know <I'm>, Yeah <laughs> You guys are
4: dumbfounded after that when You're like uh yeah, uh,
5: yeah. <laughs> No but seriously that's why That's why
2: all of us need to stick together Because we don't ever hear about it So you okay. know he,
4: here's <laughs> Here's the truth about it, and you know it's what I show. I I, I mentioned it on the TV show this last week, and uh, you know I've, i it's it's been my number one thing, is that you know we as martial arts we have to we have to stop all this trash talking. You know I'm better than you are. My art works, yours doesn't. Kind of crap, and and just really start working together. If you know somebody right. that's promoting that's doing a, a martial arts tournament promote the tournament have people go to it if you know somebody that's doing a seminar at their school promote it have people go to it bring your students bring yourself just if it's just you just show up and show support to that person because one person more is one person more than they had a minute before you walked in the door right
5: exactly and,
4: and, and that and it goes so far i i mean you you and i Look, we, we all know this. Bob knows it. I know Rusty knows it. Anyone who's listening to the show, I'm telling you, you know how you feel. If you throw an event, you have a special guest at your school or something, and and you feel a little lackluster when you don't have the support that you were hoping to have. But when right. some when that one person more walks in the door, you know, you light up. You're like, oh, you know, this person came. It's great. Just, just. And exactly. it wasn't about the money. It wasn't about – it was just – having people in there and supporting and being, being a family is what we're supposed to be doing. Right. So.
2: Exactly. Exactly. And, you know,
4: that's what you guys do on your radio show. That's, that's what we try to do on sidekick TV. And, and, and that's, that is the way I've honestly tried to live my life, you know, my previous publication company and, and, and and Alan, the hardest thing I've
3: ever had to deal with is these stupid People that insists on the inviting, insists on the back talk, bad talk and, and trying to pull us into it.
4: And we won't have anything to do with it. We ignore everything everybody says. It's ridiculous. Oh, come on, guys. Kick sides already, damn it. Come on.
3: <laughs> I know. They don't, they don't get it. And Russ and I discuss this. If it doesn't affect us or our friends, we're not interested. Yeah, Yeah, that's just just the way it is. It's just the way it it is. is, That's exactly. We have to accept
4: that. It sucks, but we have to accept it. Yeah.
3: That's right.
5: And I I
4: I don't know if you guys mentioned, you know, I know you guys got uh, upcoming events like, you know, the the USA Hall of Fame is coming to L.A., Anaheim, like, this next weekend. Uh, But there's also a tournament involved. It's an open tournament open for anybody. Anybody can come. And, um Kind of cool thing. I have to hook you guys up. Actually, Uh, you guys know who Daisy Lang is, right? I've heard of him. Who? Daisy Lang. Heard of him? Yeah, Daisy Lang. Yeah, Daisy Lang is. um, She's. She's
2: been been multiple
4: time world. Yeah, she. (laughs) She. She's been multiple time world women's professional boxing champion. and at one point she held. She held three titles all at the same time. She held what? Bantam yeah, she held Bantamweight, super bantamweight, and flyweight championship belts all consecutively at the same time. And
5: how do you do and, that? Right, that's insane, <laughs> wow. right? Insane. Yeah. Wow.
4: And she, she was she started off in karate. She started off in Taekwondo and Karate and, and and worked her way into mixed martial arts, but ultimately she had a love for boxing. And that's what took mm-hmm. her from boxing. She's a pioneer. You know, she's from Bulgaria originally, and and you know she's a pioneer for women's uh, professional sports, women's boxing, and she's a sole pioneer for Bulgarian women for for, prof- for for professional boxing. She's a great mm-hmm. person, and I, I gotta have her. I got She's gonna be at the uh, Hall of Fame this weekend, and I am going to absolutely set her up with you guys. Cool. Cool. All okay? right. Awesome. She's she's a sweetheart. She's such a doll. I, I love her to death. She's such a, and she's so beautiful. If you've not seen pictures of her, she's this gorgeous, beautiful blonde, you know, um, with a <laughs> smile from year to year and and just a great person. So that's wow. awesome. Awesome. Yeah. That is yeah, so awesome. And uh now- maybe Olivier Grunner too. Have you guys had Olivier on your show? No. Okay. Okay. I, well I'll, I'll, I
2: have to check with Bob because he's a guy that remembers everything. I'll
4: <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll hook you guys up with I'll make sure Olivier calls in some point and and, and it, it can be a guest on That runner. would be cool. I uh, actually uh, uh art was gonna
3: try to to get him on, but he uh, conflicts. And yep. we had
4: Art and we had oh, Stephanie uh-huh. Girard on. I see Olivier pretty regularly. He comes by my school sometimes in here in Vegas and uh, he actually lives in Vegas. He's not too far oh, off. Oh, so, right
5: on.
4: And, oh, okay. And and um, I actually will be going down with him to the Hall of Fame this weekend. So so we'll have lots of time to talk. So.
2: Oh, cool. So it's all good. Right so on. Good. So when? Uh, so, just out of curiosity, yeah. the uh, I'm I'm trying to get all of the announcements for like other halls of fame uh-huh. and stuff like that. USA right. Martial Arts Hall of Fame. That's in Anaheim, I know, but when is that?
4: The, it's, it's actually at the month, Howard it? Johnson's in. It's at the Howard Johnson's in Fullerton. Just, just, you know, right next door to Anaheim. And uh, it's actually Friday the 20th, Saturday the 21st, and the tournament is on Sunday the 22nd. So there's a meet-and-greet party and some belt testing going on Friday, and then Saturday is seminars, free seminars. Kathy Long, Olivier Grunner, Mm -hmm. Dana Abbott, Mark Shuey, myself, Dan Tosh, and a whole list of other people that's just insane uh giving free seminars so everybody can come down and check out the seminars for nothing. It won't cost you a dime. Just come in, you know, come to yeah, yeah. our would, would cool. Uh, and, and, and the dinner and awards is uh Saturday night and stuff. So, you know, be lots of people there and yeah, it'd be a cool event. Everybody's welcome.
5: Yeah.
2: Yeah. The, the USA martial arts hall of fame also has uh, several, well, many actually events throughout the United States. Like the next one, I think that's coming uh, up other than uh, Anaheim one is going to be like in it, Missouri.
4: Next, yeah, the, uh, Branson, Missouri, and also yeah. in uh, Orlando, Florida, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then there's one in Seattle. Um, hint, 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 Rusty, hint, right hint, in hint. your neck of the woods. Yeah, we already know. We already know. I'm, I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> You're I'm going.
5: going.
4: I'd like to try and go. I'd actually like to try and go just to see you, Rusty. Seriously, I, I'd go just to see you. You should come. Up. You should come. Up. Yeah. I, I only yeah. if Bob's not coming. Only if Bob's not coming. I can't I can't guarantee <laughs> I'm anything. I'm trying to that.
2: get him to come up because I nominated him, man. <laughs> I know.
4: I know. Yeah.
5: Dude, 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 you should <laughs> but, yeah. But you
4: make you come guys, up. I, I know you guys are part of the Masters uh, Hall of Fame and that's actually they're doing an event in Houston, right? Am I correct? Or is
1: uh,
2: that right San Antonio. Antonio.
4: Oh, I'm sorry, San Antonio, and that's uh coming up in next month? Yeah, June fourth.
2: Yeah, right? there's also yeah, and that's uh, when's the Houston? Because I know uh, USA Martial Arts Hall of Fame has one in Houston. Oh, that's in August. Uh, okay, yeah, so in, in so, August. Yeah.
4: That's correct. Yeah, the, okay, yeah, that's the, near the end of August. Uh, Twenty sixth, I think.
2: Yeah, something like that. Let me double check.
4: And then there's I the, don't even know when and I'll then look. there's <laughs> the Universal <laughs> Universal Martial Arts Hall of Fame is having uh, one in Houston the week right after.
5: <laughs> oh wow! Oh, <laughs> <Yeah.
4: Right. laughs> Little too many, little too many, and then yeah, uh, and then I know that the Masters also has one in Ohio, right? Yeah, uh, and then the Dragon Fest is in July, and right. I better see you guys at Dragon Fest. You guys are coming to Dragon Fest, right? Absolutely, oh, oh, yeah.
5: Captain yeah, Long have is going to be right it. next to
4: us. You, yeah, uh, man, you guys. Give it. Okay, I I'm going to be on the other side of the room. Thank yeah. God. But but other than that, I, I'll be happy to see you there.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, remember, we're all, we're all going out to – I'll have you make your own
4: reservations,
3: because if I call this place and I say, I've got 30 people coming, they're never going to believe me. So we're all going out to dinner on Saturday night after Dragon Fest to celebrate Rusty's uh, 50th. Oh, Woo! really? And that's
4: yeah. amazing because yeah. she's only 38 years old. So That'd
3: I know, yeah. be- I know. I've, she's, I've but she's been studying it. a really long time.
4: I've- <laughs>
2: I've Twelve it years in the womb, long.
3: obviously. 12
2: yeah, years. exactly, exactly. I've kept no, it a secret all this time. I'm really not 38, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Come out to dinner with us. We'd I'd love to have you be a part of the fiftieth half century on this earth. I couldn't think of a better way to celebrate than being my great. So. That's
4: fantastic. <laughs> I turned 49. I turned 49 the weekend of the Dragon Fest, as a matter of fact. Really?
2: Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, okay. So then we, we 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 gotta we gotta. Yeah. We gotta do we'll, it. We'll, we'll, we'll
4: double up. We'll double, up. Yeah. We'll double yeah. up. yeah, And then and don't and don't forget the super show, the martial arts century's big yeah. you know martial arts super show here in Vegas. Uh, the week before that, isn't it? Yeah, it's like uh Tuesday, Wednesday, okay. Thursday of the week before, I think, or the you know, same week, yeah, the these, first week of July.
2: One of these days, Bob, we need to go to the super show. One of oh, the well, you, come to
3: the super show. you, you do know come next come year that the Martin that the Madhouse Hall where everything works out is going to be in conjunction with the Super Show. Really? Oh, really?
2: What? Yes. What? Did, did I miss the memo on that?
3: <laughs> yes, you did. In
2: Vegas.
3: Yeah, in Vegas next year.
2: Oh, oh that's right. Cool. Right, right, right. Okay, no, no, no. Never mind. I remember that that one that one uh, meeting that we had. He said something yes. about. So, okay, okay, okay. Well, then we're going to have Hopefully to do well, Yeah,
4: actually, that would be awesome.
2: That would be cool. Yeah. Anyhow. <laughs> yeah, right on. Yeah, I actually,
4: well, I actually was texting with uh, Pat Johnson. Pat Johnson, I think, is going to be here this year uh, at the Super oh, Show. Cool. Um, oh, cool. Dana Abbott. This, uh, am I correct, this weekend, actually, there's something really cool information for you guys. So you know Dana Abbott, right? Dana Abbott, the Very sword well. master, the sword man yeah. himself um and of course you know he's he's the one who actually manufactured produced uh the line for century uh, of the uh, the padded swords right right for the mm. for batto right you know the, right. the where you just go all out you know yeah um okay, well cool. he and i have been we're actually working on this sort of little project for the last year he's actually made some spears
5: really that are
4: the same same material and we're actually going to try them out at the hall of fame this weekend he and i because Ooh. I don't know, you, you know, you're a spear guy, right? I, I, you know, I've I've competed with the spear for you know twenty, I thirty love years.
2: Spear.
4: I, I yeah, the me Japanese, too. I love The Japanese spear. Um, oh, Yachty, yeah. Totally, the Yachty, right? Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and Dana and I uh, last year, you know, he he loves the spear as well. Everybody knows him for the sword, but he loves the spear as well. And so he and I were talking about it last year about. Uh, you know, getting something together for that. And he and I were talking about maybe working on a book or a DVD set um, that uh, potentially probably still going to happen, I think, this year or next. Um, but we're going to try out the spears, the padded spears, so you can go all out with a spear uh, with an opponent, Wait. two spear oh or a sword and a spear. We're gonna just, yeah.
2: That, that's yeah. And, cool. it, and it's, and that's it's cool. safe. So
4: it's all padded. it's all padded up. There's no tip. There's no metal tip, you know, but the spear itself will have a padded end and the spear itself is the, the, the staff of the spear is also padded. So you can use the oh, back cool. end. You can use the middle, and you can strike with the, with the spear tip as well. And of course you have to wear, you have to wear face shields for this. Mm-hmm. This, is gloves. this is a, this is a full contact. <laughs> Let's see how many times I can hit the guy really hard with your weapon. Right. <laughs> so, which Dana's really good at. Dana's really good at. He, he schools me every time. Be
2: really cool? Maybe you know what would be cool. Maybe we should try okay. to like put a bug in Dana's ear about this or padded Naginata. That a would padded. be badass.
4: Well, basically, it would just it would just be a reconcept of of the of, of the, the it so wouldn't be yeah, too yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah, it would
2: just, yeah. Wouldn't be too hard. Yeah, that, that, that wouldn't be fun. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. that would be cool.
4: And Anyhow, so yeah, and then we're working stuff out. Right now, we're working stuff out with uh, Black Belt Magazine. Um, hopefully, I'll be featured. Uh, well, so Dana and I are working on something with the Spear to be featured in Black Belt Magazine uh, for this at the end of the year next year, and uh, and I'm talking to them about doing some feature articles on Ho and myself in the magazines for next year. So, uh-huh. we'll we'll see what we can work out and you know go from there. And, you know, of course, I missed you. We had a grand opening of my uh, my Las Vegas uh, self-defense center uh, here. I opened up a, a full-time yes. center. And, Rusty, you will like this because um, the the space is being donated by a senator who I do executive protection for. He's running for state mm-hmm. senator. Um, he owns the building. It's a community center, and he's giving me the training space. I have no bills. And what we do is we train for free. We teach for free women's self-defense courses.
5: Uh, oh, very cool!
4: And we have two uh, abused women's groups. One's called the Ladies Surviving Abuse (LSA), and you can find them on Facebook. Uh, Terry oh. Baldino uh, does that. They come in once a week with their group, and we we teach them, you know, practical, you know, uh, ideas of self-defense f- for women, and of course the Shade Tree, which is here in Las Vegas as well. Uh, you know, who does uh, women who survived abuse, and it's a it's actually a facility that they they move women into. There's no guest allowed to ever visit. The, the location mm-hmm. is secret. You know, the women come to my school, and and you know we we train them there, and we teach them some self defense. So we build their self confidence, self respect, and of course, give them self defense. So you know, it works out well.
5: Very and cool. well, you, know,
3: you know, Alan, that's a, I, I love that uh, that you're doing that. Uh, we had a guest on our show about three years ago. Lisa King set us up with her. Uh, her mm-hmm. name is Mina Kim, and she was mm-hmm. tired of getting her ass kicked by her husband. Went out and yeah. started, studied Thai boxing. Yeah. This is like from that Jennifer Lopez movie. A no- yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
3: He tried it for one last time,
4: knocked his ass cold. <laughs> Wash his
1: ass
4: out. It was <laughs> funny you you said that because actually I was with Lisa King last week um for for a bit and, and we were talking and she actually might come over to the school and do something with us and uh Kathy Long uh mm-hmm. Kathy Long, you know, five time world kickboxing champion, uh, you know, I've talked to her, we're gonna see if we can get her out to Vegas and, and help. She's all about that. And also yeah. Daisy, who I mentioned earlier, was was really excited. She she we're going to talk this weekend about maybe setting a date for her to come out to Vegas to help teach some of these women, um, and talk about a seminar. That'd be you know,
3: very you know. cool.
4: Do, do Do you know what was funny about
3: Kathy, when she What's started that? martial arts? It was really funny the way she said this. She was accosted walking home from class one time. And he says, Hey uh-huh. the guy said something about, Hey baby, are you working or do you want to work tonight? You wanna, and she looks at him work, yeah. Yeah, are you looking, looking to, work? Let's go to work? And she looked at him and says, I don't know, do you want your head shoved up your ass?
5: <laughs> <laughs> I, she, I was dying.
4: She should have said she should have said, Yeah, let's go to work. I'm a professional kickboxer.
5: Oh no, this was in
3: her early stages. This was like she was like a green belt. Oh wow.
4: Yeah, when you I, I met Kathy before her first title fight actually.
5: Right uh, in okay. Bakersfield
4: at, at Eric Nolan's School and, and you know, she was phenomenal then and I still don't want to hold it back for an ounce. She's even harder right. now. Would yeah. you get uh
2: when you find out a date for that or whatever, you uh-huh. know, if I can if I can swing it, I would love to support the uh oh, yeah. the thing. Well,
3: uh, and just, though, up, with me, Alan, watching your show though, very few people have felt full brunt of Cynthia Rosrock's Rock sidekick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> full few people have, have actually felt the full brunt of cynthia Rothrock's sidekick like you have yeah, yeah well i'm just lucky i guess <laughs> you were very lucky. Yeah. <laughs> and it was so funny because they loved it so much they kept it in the movie
4: that's right? right they did richard liked it he, he she nailed me she was good but deservedly so I, I accidentally hit her i don't know rusty if you saw the clip um it's actually Not a story yet. that la- Kathy and I, uh, Cindy, I'm sorry, Cindy and I laugh about it all the time. It's my favorite story. Uh, I was on the set of uh sworn justice with her mm-hmm. uh, and I was a fighter and I had a couple fight scenes. One of the first fight scenes I had with her, I came in, I, they, my character in the movie is called Artie one eye. I play, you know, mm-hmm. big, bad henchman guy. And I play it. I play the character with a patch over my left eye. So I have uh-huh. a little bit of depth perception loss, you know, I don't have both eyes. Right And, mm-hmm. But then the, the setting was a dark uh, garage, very dim li- dimly lit, so they're uh-huh. not very well lit. And then it was supposed to be on fire, so they're pumping fake smoke into the set, and they're filling the set with this fake smoke. So it was kind of uh, very difficult to see. It, it was. Mm. Dimensionally, it was very difficult. And I came in, and I threw, you know, one of the punches, and I relaxed my hand at the last minute so, you know, it wouldn't be an actual, you know, hard punch. And she blocked it, and my hand kind of popped open. My finger hit her in the head, near her mm-hmm. eye, and I felt so bad. You know, because that's that's the biggest no-no, right, <laughs> in large in right. film, maybe. to hit the hit <laughs> the actor, you know, in the, yeah. you know, at all. So, but it is, bad. I apologize. I felt bad, but then we had a we we did the scene a couple more times, and I didn't hit her. Thank God. <laughs>
5: but but I just <laughs> felt so
4: bad. I felt so bad. And so we had another fight scene. I. I'm supposed to run out of her room around this pole and, you know, I take a couple of swings and she, she hits me and kicks me and I fall back. And that's supposed to be the end of the scene. Well, as she kicks me, what I didn't realize was there was a, a, a chain, a very heavy chain that was swagged between one pole and another pole. And when she kicked me, I kind of stepped back and I was meaning to hit the ground, but I stepped back and I hit the chain and the chain swung backwards and the momentum oh, of it
5: no. swung
4: me, was swinging me forward. Well, Cynthia just, I'm not kidding you, she, I, she just looked at me and she wound up and, swam laid one right in on me, uh, <laughs> you know, and I went down. And, and, of course, and it was cut, print, love it, and, you know, and uh, she told me at the show this week, she goes, you know, Richard came over and said, don't hit him so hard next time. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> but You know, and she did hit hard, and it was it was hard. But I tell you, the worst injury I got was from that movie. I had a fight with Kurt McKinney, who was the co-star of the film. And you guys know Kurt McKinney from uh, from the movie where uh, Bruce Lee was teaching him. He was a teenager at the time. Uh, What is the name of this movie? Uh, No retreat, no surrender.
5: Oh God! Oh yeah, that was quite a while ago. Yeah,
4: yeah, Van Dam's very first film, right? Mm -hmm. You know. And and he, he, so Kurt McKinney's starring in the film opposite uh, Cynthia Rothbard called Smart Justice. And, and I have this fight scene with him. And we do this fight scene where I'm I'm swinging, and he's blocking, he hit him, and I hit him back. And, and I I grab him by his shirt, and he does the spin so that I rip his shirt off so all the girls can get a peek at, you know, what a really good-looking man looks like, apparently, because uh, I wasn't enough, <laughs> obviously, for the show. So, <laughs> so he does that, and, of course, when he spins, he does a kick to my head and I go flying off camera and we were shooting this on uh, a set in, in Burbank actually. And when I, when I did that, the, the sound stage was just cement flooring and I hit the ground and I would hit my hip bone on the ground, mm-hmm. you know, going flat. Well, the first few times it was okay, but we shot this, multiple directions multiple times multiple speeds from multiple angles you know we probably did it about 15 or 16 takes for this for the yeah. scene that he and I had <laughs> wow by oh, by the God. 15th by the 15th or 16th take I was now landing on my hand in front of my hip because my hip was hurting and I didn't I was like wow I'm gonna keep hitting the ground with it and after we finished shooting that section I had, and I kid you not, not excited, I had a one-foot purple round mark around my hip bone. I don't doubt it.
2: I hear you, man. Oh my god, that, my, my ass hurts just thinking about it now. <laughs> you know, oh
4: man, my hip bone just hurt. I, I I couldn't walk straight for about uh, probably about two weeks, and it was tender oh. for about a month. Yeah. Wow. It was tender for, I'm
2: sorry, that sucks. You know, not funny.
5: That's very funny now. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, yeah. Now, now that you don't have like a foot long, you know, green, purple, blue thing <laughs> on your hip. Hey, you know what? Let's do this. Let's uh, let's go ahead and take a short break because um, uh, I just looked at the time and I'm like, oh my god, Bob and I need to get into the get into the yeah. uh, subject of the show. So we are gonna take a three minute break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk a little bit about how martial arts helps with. Rest Relief. So if you're around for that, uh, Alan, feel free to join us on that.
1: So Thanks. we'll Thanks. be right
2: back after. I don't even know where... See, this is how this is how unprepared I am. I don't know where my break is.
5: <laughs> well,
4: it's all good. You guys continue the show. I'm starting to take up your time. I, I just love chatting with you guys about martial arts and stuff. So, oh,
5: I know. We know. love talking it's to awesome. you too, man. <laughs> you guys be good. Have
4: a great show and I'll try and yeah. catch you on the next.
2: All right. Okay. See you later. You're very cool. <laughs> Bye hey, now. Bob
4: you're, Bob, you're invited, okay? You're invited. Okay, I'll remember that. <laughs> Rusty, see you soon. Bye.
2: See ya. <laughs> All right. Here we
5: go. So don't go away, folks. We'll be right back after this.
3: If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council.
0: Dear parents, Much of
5: what we learn in this world comes directly from you. Whatever your message is, it will become part of us forever. Please teach us to accept one another. Teach us to respect one another.
0: Please do not fill our minds with hatred. Do not expose us to bigotry. Do not teach us to judge each other by race, religion, orientation, or the color of our skin. Teach us the concept of tolerance.
5: Teach us to understand one another.
0: Teach us to accept people of different cultures and persons with different beliefs than yours. Please help us to create a world where every man, woman, and child is treated equally. Dear parents, please don't teach us words of hate. We learn from you every moment. If you use certain words which might be hurtful to others, we will repeat that word. Please don't show acts of hate. If you act against people of different faith, we will repeat your actions. Dear parents, we are your children,
5: and we are relying on you to
0: help us create a world where every person is
3: tolerant
4: of. What inside this little Burbank building.
3: This is the first museum in the world dedicated to martial arts.
4: It it really reflects on the style and the the philosophy of each and every different culture. White eyebrow kung fu, monkey kung fu, the animal styles, Shaolin.
3: Talking about
0: the ninja here.
4: Japan had the samurai.
3: Here we go into our Korean
4: section. In fact, every corner of Asia and the Pacific has its own martial art. It'll be an absolute shame if one day you ask a kid and. He doesn't know who Bruce Lee is. From the history of the Japanese samurai to the artistry of anime, enjoy a look into Asian culture by visiting the Martial Arts History Museum in Burbank.
3: Hi, this is Frank Duke. Is this is TJ Douglas Wong. Hi, this is Kumu Lua, Michelle Manu, and you're listening to Rosita and Bob on the Dynamic Dojo Radio Show. The only place to be to get the real scoop on the real things that are going on in the martial arts world. Do you have an idea for a guest or a topic that you'd like to hear on the Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio Show? If you do... You can email your suggestions and ideas to Dynamic Dojo Radio Post at gmail.com or you can also post it on the Dynamic Dojo Facebook page. You're listening
4: to the Dynamic Dojo Show with Restita and Robert, your source for martial arts talk radio.
2: Dynamic Dojo Talk radio with Rusty and Robert. Welcome back everybody. And um we're now finally going to get to our subject of stress relief
5: <laughs> and the martial
2: arts. But you know what, you know Bob and I really love talking to Hanchee Allen Woodman. Is he is he Shehan what, what what's his title? I forget. I just know him as Allen. Shehan, Shehan Allen Woodman um of Sidekick TV. Just love talking to him. Hilarious funny dude. Um And sometimes we just lose track of time. Anyhow, (laughs) so, you know, stress in the martial arts, now a lot of people tend to, you know, think, yeah, I'm just going to go into the dojo and pound some bags and get the stress out and stuff like that, but you know, we we you all know. Me and Bob, you know, we we have to put out there the the actual reasons why things work the way they are. Let's let's bring in a little bit of science, shall we? That's kind of <laughs> that's kind of how we are, um, just so people can understand what's going on. Because you know, I don't know about you, Bob, but I'm a firm believer in that. You know, you know, once we're stressed out or angry or whatever, you know, it's one thing to hit a bag out of anger and one thing to use and another thing to use martial arts as an outlet for that energy, right? Because I'm one of those right. beliefs in 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 thinking that anger, in this case anger it's a secondary emotion. Um uh, it's not just it's not primary, it's secondary. Something caused you to feel angry,
5: whether it's shame this person shamed me, therefore
2: I'm pissed. This person betrayed me, therefore I'm pissed. You know, stuff
5: like that, right?
2: Um, right, right. And, uh-huh. Yeah, and it, and it just doesn't help if you hit something when you're angry because then you're hitting things when you're angry.
5: Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's,
2: right. Which means that you're more apt to hit people when you're angry. So, you know, uh, one of the things that we kind of want to address when it comes to using martial arts for self uh, for uh, self self-maintenance and stress relief is to, number one, realize um, that whatever outlet you choose, whether it's running, um, martial arts in this case, um, you know, even like, I don't know, book collecting, reading or whatever, depending on what you do, you want to realize that this activity is to help you redirect your thoughts, redirect, No. You know, just how you approach things, as opposed to reacting to it. There's a you know, there's a difference. So now, before I move on, what are you doing over there?
5: Nothing. <laughs> I'm listening like, to you. Yeah, yo, it sounds like this. <laughs> okay, damn,
3: I'm I'm, I'm cleaning my while I'm listening to you.
5: Oh, okay. <laughs> With one of those brushes. That's exactly what. It like. God! <laughs> and
2: it's it's throwing me off. I can't. It's like the a couple weeks. That's my job.
3: It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like, go ahead. I have two jobs in life. I have one my one of my jobs is to irritate my family, and I do that very well. The other job <laughs> is to throw Rusty off, and I do that well too. Yes.
2: Yes, it's throwing me off. It's throwing me off. Okay, so you have to (laughs) woo. So for people out there, you want to realize that the activity, you want to approach the activity as a way to redirect your thoughts into something a little more positive than dwelling on the anger and reacting to it. Okay. Now, we we you know many of us know. I was going to say we all, but not all. Uh, Many of us know that when you're under great duress. Your your stress hormone levels go up. Cortisol, that's bad. <laughs> bad cortisol. Bad. Well, no, actually, you need a little bit of cortisol. But, you know, an overabundance of it um, is, you know, has been said to be one of the things that allows you to hold on to belly fat. And if you carry too much belly fat in relation to the rest of your body, it puts you at more risk for other diseases such as heart disease and stuff like that. Um, So let's look at some of the reasons right now. It's science, why martial arts itself, um, as well as other activities that involve physicality, help us deal with stress. So number one, it increases blood flow to the brain. Okay. So, you know, if if you don't have enough blood flow to your your brain and you're feeling lethargic, you know, slow, just not with it, you're not thinking right. And when you're not thinking right, you tend to dwell on anger um, a lot more and stuff like that. So increased blood flow to the brain. Released endorphins. Those are nature's mood elevators, man. You know, don't, don't, don't take drugs to elevate your mood. Um, you know, endorphins, natural, natural high. Um, and, you know, this kind of, you know, intense working out. Also, um, also contributes to removing the chemical waste that your body produces and that that clutters up your body and your mind. Um, And uh, it's said that these same natural wastes um, are linked to body fat storage um, and loss. So, you know, hence cortisol and and stuff like that. Um, Now even though you're doing that, you know, you're getting all the endorphins and you're elevating your mood, you're increasing the blood flow to the brain. You're actually, when you're practicing martial arts, you're developing greater focus and a, and, and, and a kind of like a, a a calm state of mind while you're training. Um, And this in turn increases your discipline, which in turn, Correlates with decreases your decreasing your stress. Um, so you know there, there's there's like so many ways that the body naturally responds to this training, especially martial arts, because of the focus that's needed, uh, because of the focus that you need to perfect a move in a kata, or you know uh, even just sweating it out on the bags and stuff like that. So. Um, If you are just getting into martial arts and you're using it as an outlet for your stress, it's probably, I don't know, for me, for me now, it takes like, you know, just, you know, hours for me to to feel the effects of martial art training. But if you're first just starting out in martial art training, it's probably going to be a week or so, I would guess, I'm just guessing, a week or so before you start feeling the effects of it. And that's if you train every day. Um, you you're, you will feel the difference. You your body will also feel the difference. Um, you'll have you know that decreased stress. That you're going to be increasing your focus. You're going to have higher energy, and who wouldn't want that? I'd much rather deal with higher energy and increased focus than being pissy all the time. So, you know. But anyhow, that's the science behind it. But we want to hear from you. We've got about 25 minutes. To hear from our listeners about how martial arts has helped you get through the tough times, has helped you through stress and stuff like that. So give us a call three four seven six seven seven zero six nine nine. Well, let's hear from you, Bob. I mean, you know, uh, you know, has has martial arts been your primary mode of stress relief, other than beer? You know, I mean.
3: <laughs> no, that's, that's pretty much it. Gee. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it uh, you know when I felt stressed before I used to do it in Wing Chun they called chain punching I used to do a thousand mm-hmm. punches i calmed calm mm-hmm. down mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well I wanted it to take a little bit more twist I wanted to really dive into what happened this week a little bit and how martial artists came together to help a friend mm-hmm. to help mm-hmm. their stress release and it worked really well, did it not?
2: it well, it yes, it did. I mean, you know, talking about one's passion, in this case, martial arts, for me, you know uh, helps a lot. In fact, um I'm get you know let's backtrack, let's rewind about seventeen years. When my dad passed, I was back at the dojo um two days later. Uh, we were still waiting for his funeral to, to happen. I was back at the dojo two days later and uh, the students were like, wow, you're, you're here early. You know, what are you doing here? Go home. And I'm like, you know, well, the first part of me is like, don't tell me what to do. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? and, and two, you know, it's the way that I, that's the way that I deal with things. I go to the right. dojo. Every major event in my life from 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 deaths in the family to, um, you know, you know, losing relationships and and stuff like that. I would go to the dojo because that's where I felt safe. That's where I felt uh, not judged. That's where um, that's where my energy was 24 seven right? So what better place to be than just moping around at home, right? Um, and, you know, I found that when, when things got really tough um, from, you know, financial woes to relationship losses to deaths in the family to whatever, I found myself at my most productive because that was the time I would spend, you know, hyper-focused, on things that I did and uh, like, like really focused. I mean, I would delve into uh, just completely jump in headfirst into whatever I, whatever I was doing, whether it's teaching martial arts uh, marketing uh, for the school or whatever. And, and not only did the school benefit from it, but you know, I did too because I was doing what I love to do and, It allowed me to process at my own time um, through anger and and grief and all, you know, all those wonky emotions and stuff um, while still doing something that I love to do. So that's how I tend to deal with stress and grief and stuff like that. And I just thought it was funny that people would go, what are you doing here? Go home. What? what, what?" You know, really go home so I can just sit around and mope? (laughs) You know what's the point? (laughs) You know, but, you know, and now that we know, you know, the science behind the, uh, you know, why it's such a stress, a great stress reliever, it's, you know, uh, that, that really explains a lot of stuff. Plus it's also great to be able to talk martial arts with friends that support you, you know, like Bob has been hearing me, talk about martial arts and venting about other things i mean like for the past you know four days you know half the stuff i would like you know text him or vox to him like it didn't make a damn shred of sense (laughs) 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 i i think i don't know i'm looking over the text right now trying to see if i was following a context of some sort Mm, kind of but not really um you know and uh and and this you know this week was like one of those weeks where when it rains it pours. Not only did I have to deal with a death in the family, and and people getting people to fly in, but my car breaks. This is the second time my car broke down in two weeks. Last week it was my shocks; they broke completely off,
1: <laughs>
2: and this week. It's it's my clutch. My clutch gives out in the middle of the freeway. And I'm here coasting, trying to, well, it wasn't coasting. I was power shifting to try to get it someplace where I could pull over without getting run over. And I'm like, oh, I'm really going to mess up everything power shifting like that. You know, that ugly crunching noise? Yeah.
1: Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that
2: kind of thing, and I'm like, oh no, come on, please, 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 go into gear, please synchronize, let's go. Um, oh jeez, you know, and just yeah, and and get this, folks, and I'm and this is more venting. You know, I do have an alternate vehicle. I have an old truck, um, and I went to go get it at a student's house because um, it's being stored over there. And I had to go renew my tabs on it before I could drive it. So we go over to the licensing agency, and they could not find the record on my truck. And I was like, what happened? I renewed it last year. You know, all of a sudden, I felt like, you know how you feel like when you're like already in shock, you're in a daze, and and you're like, they lost. Do I even have an identity? They couldn't even find my name, dude. Couldn't find my wow. name. I said, okay. That's my like Twilight Zone. It was. They couldn't find R E S T I T A. And they're like, nope. Uh, De Jesus, nope. Okay, try try putting a space between the D and the J. Nope. And I'm like, that's the only way that you can find me, either with a space or without, in my last name. And I, I I was at my wit's end. I'm like, okay, that's it. I'm gonna call my I'm gonna call my uh uh my insurance company to get my VIN because I didn't remember my license plate number. So I get my VIN. And I give it to them. And they have to go through like a dozen <laughs> windows to backtrack records and stuff like that. And I'm like, please, please, right. please, please, please. And it took them like 10 minutes to find my crap. And I'm like, please, oh, there you are, 87 Dodge, Dodge Dakota. I'm like, huh. And they're like, wow, this is why you've got two spaces between the DE and the J. <laughs> and I'm like, why? Wow. Oh,
3: jeez.
2: <laughs> Who would have done that? And I'm like, well, can you change it? And unfortunately there, they can't change it. They actually have to change it at the, you know, at the capital. <laughs> they have to change it like at the state level. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, now I know that I've got two spaces. I'll just leave it like that for now. So, you know, a lot of stuff. And then, you know, having to get in the truck and, you know, and it's, you know, it's dirty. And, you know, I had to go wash it. And of course, the the, the self wash place that I pick, you know, all of a sudden has these shady looking characters. And I'm just like, you know, <laughs> I could just go right now with my car full of, you know, was full of soap on the outside, you know, but no stand here. And I'm just going to put out this energy like don't F with me right now. I am not in the mood. <laughs> not in the mood, um, and they left, <laughs> and I'm like, oh good. Um, but you know, I, I must say it was the the dojo and and friends like Sifu Bob um, that really kept me in check with reality and 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 you know kept you know keeping me in, uh, keeping me keeping me you know up on the you know hang in there type of thing and you know i'm always going to hang in there but sometimes you just need those shoulders to lean on sometimes you just need the the atmosphere of being where where your element is you know so that's what i did yesterday i went to the dojo for the first time in two days i went to the dojo and i just did stuff i polished my sword i practiced cutting with my with my iato and and did a few kata um I did some blow gunning. I did some knife throwing. I, you know, watched Zatoichi movies. In my element, did what I wanted to do, and that's how that's how I kind of came more into uh, into uh, more of a grounded state, right? Because it's like you know what, you know, the rest of my family is kind of like, you know, a really shocked, blithering mess right now. Everyone's in shock. Right. So I feel like. I kind of kind of got to be the one to be, you know, that rock, so to speak. And I can't if I'm a blithering mess, too. So it's kind of like, okay, all right. You know, that's why I spent the whole day at the dojo yesterday. <laughs> and it helped a lot. Um, I'm, I'm feeling much clearer minded. And when I got back home, I got a ton of stuff done after I vented to Sifu Bob. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Well it was it was strange. On on that day I get this text that's a blanket text to a lot of people that says, Dear students, I won't be at the dojo today. I'm like, why is she sending me this? Mm-hmm. And I kept reading. I went, What? 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 I yeah. I I got blown out of water too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I figured it would be easier for me to send one blanket text rather than you know sending one to Bob, you know, and you know one to the black belt and blah 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 right I figured I'll just you know right. uh, text everyone regardless if they're a student or not and uh and he texted back and uh but the second after i i sent that 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 text, my whole the, everybody everybody's phone everybody.
5: Came.
3: Yep.
2: started blowing up. My cousin's flow, uh, phone started blow. Both of their phones started to blow up. My phone started to blow up and, and, and Facebook started to blow up and, and uh, family came over and, you know, I can't, I, I can't, like I said, I can't thank all of the martial artists on Facebook. Some I don't even know personally um, that have sent their love, caring and support to me and my family these past few days, I can't thank you enough, um, you know, I, and, and uh, the private messages, you know, uh, for, you know, condolences and, and stuff like that and special messages that, you know, she's in a, in a better place right now. And I, you know, I, I do, I do, you know, believe that, uh, you know, that her energy is, is, is being happy. At the moment, if she's not fucking around with my clocks, (laughs) (laughs) I think she had a better
3: sense of humor than you think. (laughs)
2: Oh, you know, well, no, she she had an extreme sense of humor. I heard this funny story about (laughs) about her when she was younger. They used to, uh, her and her sisters used to uh, play these tricks on my cousin. Who, who lives with me now? Um, and uh, my mother would my mother would play dead <laughs> and, oh. and scare scare the living bejesus out of my five year old cousin. Just just you know just scare the living bejesus, and then she'd wake up and go ta da, and I'm dead. And, tada, and, you know, just completely mess with her mind. And I'm like, mom did that? And she said, and my cousin goes, yeah, mom used to do just weird funky pranks like that all the time. And, you know, but, you know, you get married, you know, you have kids and that stuff, you know, goes by the wayside. Um, and, uh, but wow, you know, I, I learned all this other cool stuff. <laughs> about when she was younger and I'm like, wow, I guess she can do whatever she wants now, considering that she's not limited by a body, right? So, yeah, messing around with the clocks or, you know, maybe walking through the front door, who knows, right? Um but yeah, I I I just, you know, I do um I do thank everyone for for giving me those kinds of messages and and stuff like that. I really do appreciate it. And um and oh, and and this is a this is a shout out to, to 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 Kathy because uh I did you catch that message mom or or mom, where she was talking about my mom uh being able yeah. to sing again. Yeah. Yeah, I did. And, and, yeah, and you know what she was right but she wasn't singing um she was more like uh um she was chanting oli. Um oli is a uh, is uh, ancient chant in Hawaiian and she used to have a favorite oli Uh, that she used to do um, when she was dancing for a hula halal out here. Um, And that night, like, you know, that weird twilight time where you're half awake, like when your alarm clock goes off. Right. Uh
5: Oh yeah.
2: There, you know, I thought I heard the song. There's a, there's a Filipino sappy song called Dahil Sayo. And I heard it on the radio at least I thought I heard it on the radio and then I woke up completely and it was still my, my, you know, talk radio that I listened to every morning and I kind of took that as a sign. Right. So, and you know, and, and I know there are people out there going, Oh, it's just your brain doing that. Okay. So it is, you know, that's, that's what it was. And if it's my brain, if you guys want to, you know, explain it that way, great. Fine. Okay. It's my brain that made me hear dahil sayo on the, on, on the radio. But I just want to shout out the cat. You're you were right. You were right. That's all I want to say. She was right. So anyhow, and that's what Mom told us too. <laughs> and it's kind of freaky though when you have parents that say, you know, we'll, we'll you know we'll always be there and we'll make ourselves known. And it's like, and then you then you you know feel it. And it's like, okay, you know, it, there's just some things you can't explain. And and um, but anyway, you know, for all the skeptics well, yeah. out there, just leave it. <laughs> when i
3: when i die i'm coming back and haunting everybody <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah you know, i told i told my students once that because they know i like to mess around and joke during classes and and stuff like that and um, you know they, they they know me that there there's never going to be a serious class i'm going to be joking around um, i told them if i ever if if i ever pass and you guys are still around I'm going to make it so that way I'm embedded in these mirrors. And every time you look in there, I'm going to make funny faces and drop an <laughs> F-bomb every now and again in the middle of class. And just so you know I'm there watching you be lazy just because I'm not there.
3: <laughs>
2: and they also started uh, laughing. I, <laughs> I
3: got a funny story that came up last night with Cynthia. Mm-hmm. Two of her students were there, and one, when they first started, they didn't know if Cynthia had a sense of humor. So mm-hmm. she said, okay, let's kneel down in, in uh, meditation <laughs> position. So they're sitting there meditating, and their eyes are shut, and both of them are, like, smelling this really strong odor, and it
4: stinks,
3: but they're not <laughs> going to open their eyes. They're going to stay in meditation position.
2: Uh-huh.
3: And they stay there, and it gets worse and worse mm-hmm. and worse. And all of a sudden, they hear her snicker. Uh-huh. What she was doing, while their eyes were shut, she was going around them, and she had bought this can of aerosol called uh-huh. farting can. <laughs> and while they were meditating, she was spraying. <laughs>
5: Oh my How funny God. is that? Oh, my God, Cynthia. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that like the
3: coolest yes. thing? Can you imagine sitting yes. there with your eyes shut, meditating yes. on, on your knees or in Indian style or whatever, and go,
5: uh-huh.
3: oh, my God, what the hell is that smell?
2: No, you know, yeah. the, the, the way my filter is right now, I would have opened my eyes and, who the hell farted?
3: <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> oh, so everybody knows that her lack of filter is now filtering down, and she's blaming me for that.
2: Yes, I am. I'm blaming you for that.
5: It's
2: <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's that's hilarious. Hilarious. Know, I thought you were going to say she went around and farted in everybody's face, but <laughs> 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 close. It was fart in a can. Part in a can.
3: Remember, remember oh. part in a can? Do you remember yeah, I do. that? I, I remember do too.
2: That. Whoopie cushions and joy buzzers and, and you know, snake in a can. And yeah, I I remember all that. <laughs> remember the fake dog poop? Yes. Yes. I remember the fake dog poop. I, I remember when As I was a, a kid. <laughs> yeah, the fake bar? Yeah, the fake barf. My sister and I used to take like baby oil and we used to just, uh, you know, kind of, uh, shine up the fake poop and the fake barf and stuff and leave it places so it looked wet. You know what I mean? <laughs> right.
5: Yeah. So it was fresh.
2: And, yeah. So and people would just uh, all of our friends would just trip out. We would leave like barf like under their desks at school, you know, and stuff like that. And, oh yuck, you know. Or we'd you know, or we'd put a little bit of water un- under the barf and stuff to make it look real. And yeah, uh, yeah, it was it was cool. See, and stuff like that also a great stress reliever, folks. Um oh, it talking is. about it is it's a great stress reliever, assuming that you don't hurt people in the process. Um, yes. like okay, like like this one prank I saw on YouTube that I'm sure everyone's seen. It's a prank about um this this guy, um, uh, a husband I'm gathering, that's um that's, you know, playing, you know, throw throw the kid up in the air and bring him down and throw the kid up the air. Well anyway, he had set this up and the kid was in on it. He's throwing his son up in the air and his son's gone, again, daddy, again, daddy. And the mom comes up and they're playing again, daddy, again, daddy. And then when she uh, comes up around the corner again, he throws a, um, like a mannequin of the boy, dressed in the same clothes over the second floor railing. Boo. Right.
3: Oh my God.
2: <laughs> and goes, Oh my God. Oh my God. And then, um, the boy was already gone. So after after he throws it down and it hits the floor, he the the boy like shoves the thing you know up in a corner and he lays there, in place of the own. Oh no! Oh my <laughs> and god! The, and the woman looks over the railing and goes, "Oh my god, what the fuck?" and blah blah blah, and runs downstairs. But by this point in time, you know, um, the guy gets down there first, right, and picks up the boy and starts running outside. So <laughs> so. You wouldn't see the boy laughing, right? And and by the time so, so the woman gets down there and sees them both laughing, uh, yeah, you them for beep 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 beep, you know bleeped out everything, right? You know I would, th- there would have been a divorce at that point. Oh yeah, oh <laughs> you yeah. Know, you know, don't don't fuck around with a mother like that. <laughs> I'm well, sorry. not with her
3: son. No, no. no. Now we're it's almost like, out of time. But have you ever had people go up to you and say, God, you look familiar? Have you yeah. ever had people do that? Okay. No, I, well, here's some, yeah. here's something you do to, to mess with people. Next thing yeah. somebody comes up to you and says, when somebody tells me that I look familiar, you tell them you do porn.
5: Uh,
2: <laughs> that, <laughs> that way it makes them go, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I saw you. <laughs> That's where I saw you. And actually, that happened to me yesterday. I went to a local um, Filipino store, and I went to to go get some food. And I saw, like, a bunch of people, like, staring at me. And I was like, God, quit staring or whatever, right? And uh, then I heard this guy saying uh, in Tagalog, to so another guy, ask her, ask her. And so this guy comes up to me and says, weren't you in any named off some name of something? I'm like, no. What what is that? I guess just some Filipino movie. So I guess uh-huh. there's my doppelganger somewhere in the Philippines who's in a in a movie somewhere in in the Philippines. But anyway, weird. Anyhow, I should have said I'd porn. <laughs> I should have said I. That's I'm porn. right. That's right. Anyhow, thanks for listening, everybody. Stay tuned for yeah, I don't even know what the date is, but <laughs> stay tuned for next week's show. Keep an eye out on the Dynamic Dojo Do Facebook page. We'll see everybody later.
5: Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.